Every generation has looked at the youth of their day and wondered, why do they go so wild for their favourite music artists? Uh, you know what we mean, uh, the mostly teenagers screaming for the latest flavour of the month. While extreme fandom seems more popular now than ever, this is definitely not a new phenomenon. <laughs> <laughs> to tell us more about the psychology of fandom is a PhD candidate from RMIT, Kate Patterson. Hi, Kate. Hi, thanks so much for having me. You've been researching these extreme fans. What made you want to learn more about this type of behaviour? Yeah, so I think in the past fans uh, hadn't really been taken very seriously. As you sort of mentioned, we've, the, the fan phenomenon has been around for ages, but they'd often been, I think, dismissed as just being kind of, uh, you know, over-enthusiastic teenage girls. And so I was really interested in looking at some of the other aspects of fandom, their creativity, how they participate online, particularly in this age of, you know, social media. And yeah, as a, as a fan myself, a long, a long time uh, pop music fan, I thought, why not go back to uni and, and study this in more detail. So Kate, what has that research, I, I guess, taught you about the psychology of fandom? For example, does being surrounded by a big crowd help people go a little further than they might would ordinarily? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, fans are there at the end of the day to support their favourite artists and I think uh, on stage in particular they get so much energy um, from the fans, you know, somebody like Taylor really encourages that, she'll, you know, get to one of her iconic bridges and, and ask, the, ask the crowd to scream along with her and even with some of the, uh, the less big profile or big personality artists, I think they still get so much back from the crowds. And I think particularly after COVID, not being able to sort of experience live music, now that all these audiences are back, they're more excited and more enthusiastic than ever. And so they're really giving it to their, giving it their all when they're, they're in the crowd, looking up at their favorite stars. Kate, I'm really interested to know, do we think it's just fans loving these artists so much because of what they do? Or are some artists really smart about what they're doing and how they're doing it, that they're in some way manufacturing this sort of reaction? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. I think, uh, you know, Taylor Swift is is really um, a pioneer when it comes to fan engagement. Right from the beginning of her career, she's always been really loyal to her fans and encouraged them to participate in a lot of different ways. Um, I'm sure you might have seen on, on TikTok or on Instagram, there's lots of sort of fan theories and fans love to sort of pick up clues that Taylor leaves in her music videos or in her songs and in other things. So she's always had that kind of relationship, but she she also goes out of her way to reward fans for their behaviour. So she's got a long-standing um, sort of uh, arrangement where she she stalks stalks her fans online. She calls it taylurking, and uh, she picks out fans that have been extra uh, enthusiastic or have you know made videos or costumes and things about her online, and and invited them to her house or invited them backstage at concerts. And because the fans know that this um, happens, it really encourages them to participate and really get involved in the community. So I think she's a, a real standout, but, uh, yeah, other, other artists do it as well in, in different ways. Kate, what do we know about the demographic of, of fans? Like, is it, does it sort of die off into adulthood or, or is, have you learnt that it can persist? How old is too old is what I'm asking. I don't think you can ever be too old to be a fan. I mean, yeah, I'm in, I'm in my 30s now and I, I still love it more than ever. But, 
you know, if, if you saw at the Grammys this year, I think it was a grandma that gave uh, Harry Styles his, his Grammy for Album of the Year. Uh, if you look at the Taylor shows, you'll see uh, fans that have grown up with her now bringing their kids along, um, their parents. Uh, you know, there's, there's, there's no age limit, in my opinion, on, on being a fan. I, I think it's just more who has the time to go to things, uh, if I'm honest. But, uh, yeah, I don't, think, I don't think you can ever be too old to be a fan. So you're doing a PhD on super fandom, but you also have a podcast which is called Behind the Hits. What does that look at? Yeah, so um, it's a really great podcast. Um, I'm one of the guests on it. Uh, it's hosted by, by Nick Kelly, and there's a great range of guests from music journalists to fans to other um, academics like me who have studied the fandom. And so what we do is we go back for, right to the beginning of Taylor's career through each album and through each era and look at the music, but also look at things like the fandom, why her fans are so engaged, as we've spoken about already, um, you know, getting music journalists to talk about the different genres of music that she's gone through and also the business side um, you know lately particularly Taylor's been in the media a lot for her re-recordings uh, you know going and re-recording all of her old albums that she didn't own and she's really a leader in the industry side of things as well so we really unpack that um, and I guess just why she's become uh, the, the a real peak of her popularity right now um, after all of these years still at the top of her game. And Kate, it's not just music. It can be, obviously, sports fans too. I met the Melbourne Demons captain recently and was on the cusp of dropping dead. I mean, that can happen <laughs> to adults too. Yes, definitely. I mean, I think we see it in sport, we see it in music, we see it in literature, movies. Um, you know, there's so many different fandoms and I just think it's wonderful. I think why not be uh, enthusiastic and excited about something that you really love? So I think, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a Bombers supporter, so so not a D's one, but, um, you know, it's such a great environment to be in a crowd and be cheering for something you love. So, yes, but, um, yes, but Kate, like, we don't see, say, the, um, the D's captain leaving Easter eggs for you, Matt, to discover, like, little things out on the field for people to discover. This Not... is a message to Max Gordon. Please, <laughs> if you want to leave some little titbits around for me, to, I will pick up the crumbs. Do you draw the line, perhaps, at dressing up your Italian greyhound in demon's colours? Yeah, or I is that a discussion for another time? That is a discussion for another time. <laughs> uh, Kate, fascinating stuff. Um, these artists are getting really good at doing it. Harry Styles is another one who's quite fascinating when it comes to fan and fans and interaction. Um, good chatting to you today. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, Kate. To hear more about the story of Taylor Swift and the loyal fans, they're what are they called, Swifties, um, you can look up Behind the Hits podcast. You'll find that on Listener.